Challenge your weekly look into World Extreme as we look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to four. I want every pay-per-view special and now ECW on TNN in between. You got myself, Paul, and I'm joined as always by Jay. What is happening, Jay? We are about three weeks away from not having to scroll on the WWE network. We just go on to ECW. It's all in year 2000. And it'll all be what's left for us to hear. It is quite nice when you go to 1999. You're right at the top, though. It is. It is. But it's, it's going to be very weird that, you know, we're just, you know, within the last year of what we need to do. But I'll go back yeah. and watch the Destroyers again just for the sake of it. They come back. They don't come back. Here come Destroyer 1 and here comes Destroyer 2. They're the Destroyers. Longest reigning ECW tag champs. They really are the best ECW tag team ever, officially. Rushmore. Got another Mount Rushmore coming up soon. That's exciting. It's going to be an interesting one. So many returns, so many leavings. Leavings? Yeah. Leavings. Leavings. That works. Oh, leanings. <laughs> you know, it's a lot um yeah, a lot going on. Good. And then um yeah, Steve Carino's a bit of a rocket ship, isn't it? <sighs> so it's as if he's got a baby. You're gonna get to that, but good lord is that that man escalated in the space of like two weeks. Yeah. And do you know what? I love to see it. So yeah, it's all good. Um, this week, we're looking at ECW on TNN, episode 16 from the 10th of December, 1999, and ECW Hardcore TV, episode 346 from the 11th of December, 1999. Um, they haven't announced the next pay-per-view yet, have they? Nope. I going to say, we're well on our way to nothing, but um, there will be. Is it, is it March, or is it earlier than that? I think it's living dangerously. So it's going to be March, I believe. Yeah, I want to say I think March. of anything else. Yeah. Yeah, so it's got to be... Have a look and find out. I know, it's an awkward bit, isn't it? Everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's marching towards March. But, um, yeah, no, it's got to be. I can't think of anything. There's no one's... No one's really before that. But, I mean, nothing's, nothing's really announced. I can't really think. Is this, was guilty as charged? Is that not first? Yeah, it looks like it might be. So, we've just done November to remember. Yeah. So, next is guilty as charged, January That's 9th. Not- so, about a month away from where we are in uh, in, in TV times. Yeah, that works. So I was going to say, like, you know, spoilers, because that's actually going to be, that's um, the Spike. Um, Mike Awesome. Mike Awesome match. The absolute fucking destruction. Would you like oh, me to run was... down the card as I have it here, just so we can see what we're building towards? Or do you want it to yeah, leave? Well, no, Rise. what we're heading towards. I think we can throw out a few spoilers from a show that happened 20 years ago. So, um, yeah, spoilers if you don't want to hear about a show that happened 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> C.W. Anderson with Louis Dangerous and Bill Wiles versus Mikey Whitbreck. So that right. is the Dangerous Alliance. 
Um, Nova, Cash, and Jazz versus Doring Road, Kill, and Diamond. Nice. Um, we've then got uh, randomness. Uh, Little Guido and Jerry Lynn versus Tajiri and Super Crazy. I say randomness. It, it will all be explained. I'm yes. Sure. Why, why the interchanging three-way dance partners are now in a tag match for a reason other than it puts them all in a tag match. Um, you beat me in a tag match. New Jack and Angel. Yeah. Uh, and Angel is with DeVito and Vic Grimes. Oh, Grimesy. Yeah. Wow. We're, we're on the build. Um, RVD and Sabu, which, you know, isn't a shock. Yeah, it makes sense. Tag champs versus impact players, which isn't a shock. Mm. And as you said, Mike Awesome versus Spike Dudley, which probably is a bit of a shock. It almost feels like a bit of, bit of long-term booking here because some of those matches sort of make sense with what's going on. Been. We've seen grow. We've seen start to build. Yeah, which is nice. Um, so, yeah, East WTN episode 16 from December the 10th, 1999. We see the clip of what we saw last week of Sabu being held back in the crowd while RVD taunts him and basically chats on the mic to provoke him. Um, yeah, it is what it is. No issue. Saw it last week. Decent. Yep. works. Fine. We spoke about it a bit more in depth last week, if you haven't heard it. Available uh, in our archives. She's free. Uh, bit Alfonso chatting, talking about what's going to happen with RBD and Sabu. Francine runs out, asking for help. You go into the locker room and Tommy's there trying to calm Raven down, saying, you did the right thing, Raven. You did the right thing. Um, I wasn't really a fan of this. No, I... I, I... I wasn't a fan when they did the original. Um, I did the right thing, Tommy. Why'd you let the drunk beat me up? Um, and it's not grown on me yet. Um, yeah. You know, Raven and Sandman and Raven and Tommy Dreamer have had such an incredible history of some ridiculously amazing feuds all available in our archives um, that to watch this be what they're fighting over and for it to be a feud within a feud within a feud um, just doesn't hold for me in the same sort of way no, I'd agree with that. It doesn't really help. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, it's all slightly sort of strange. Just all of it is is generally strange. But um doesn't really get resolved either. It just ends up winding me up more. But we'll get yeah. to that later in the show. Yeah. Um, we've got Joey and Joel saying hi the ring as they do. They do their normal sort of job got an intro. She obviously gets a big pop from the crowd. Carino, we see Carino cutting the Primal Limp Biscuit last week. 
which then cuts to the ring, which Carino has now joined them in the ring. He explains what's happening last week, says that hardcore wrestling is bad, and so is hardcore music. There's some great bands out there like Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, and his soon-to-be girlfriend, Britney Spears. This is real music. Uh, it's cheap heat, but it kind of gets over the fact that he's sort of like hokey, and I really liked it. It was it was like so simple, but yes, it was it was yeah. harmless. You know, it wasn't. It, it just sort of ticked into what you'd expect him to sort of do. So, I agree. I mean, it's it's um, you know timely, obviously, with uh, you know Britney finally being emancipated after all the rest of it but um uh yeah i mean it's it it's a fine you know he's he's anti the fans he's anti whatever's pop culture and cool at the moment and it really works and you know he he does a very very good job of being an actual bad guy in a company that doesn't do well with having actual bad guys because everyone's cool hill cool hill gray this is it. And like I said, it's just so simple to do it. Even though he's in the arena right now and probably said that Limp Biscuit sucks, he probably um, get cheered. But, um, yeah, no, it, it works. I like it. It's, it's, it was decent, simple stuff. He then looks around at the crowd and he sees um, Dusty and basically blames him for um, hardcore wrestling. Yep. What did you think? What fans you think being drunk. First? Yeah, what do you think about this first um, Carino dusty kind of altercation? Uh, uh, so I'm I'm for this. You know, this is you know uh, an amazing story, and I can't wait to see it play out. Um, I enjoyed a large part of. Um, you know, this isn't going to air, this is going to get cut so I can say whatever I want. You know, they're not going to let me call out, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you see um, Joey Styles kind of, you know, trying to kind of uh, do hand signals towards the, um, uh, the, 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 the production tent kind of, you know, telling them to cut and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, no, the whole kind of like, you know, I know this isn't going to get aired, but, you know, fuck you dream kind of thing. Um, I thought it was a really strong start to their, their backwards and forwards and feud. Um, interesting that, that uh, Dusty, when he gets into the ring, doesn't really do any talking. You would have thought he did, but um, you know, he, led, he lets his moves to the talking baby. Um, good to see the elbows. I thought you yeah. moved far better than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty old guy, pretty out of shape. Um, but I thought he moved really, really well. Um, and, you know, as you get on the ring, you know, the, the whole kind of Joey Styles apologizing because I'm from the office, you know, um, kind of took a little bit of the gleam off of it for me. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was a solid, solid intro. Um, bearing in mind how much you're looking forward to this feud. Yeah. How are you feeling? Um, yeah, no, exactly the same, but I, I loved it. I, I feel like Carino massively sort of come alive here. Obviously, last week was the beginning, but he he feels like a different 
character. I don't know if it's just the, the blonde hair and all that, and I sort of know in, in my head that sort of symbolises so much of him, but it's very much just like, it felt like a different character. It felt the, the promo was strong. Um, like I said, it, it was it was nice. It felt like the, the dream was just there watching it as a fan yeah. of the product. And um, Crino sort of took shots, but obviously it wasn't the case. And um, yeah, I, I would have, I would have thought personally. I think it would have been nice if, like, the dream had just walked off and almost sort of like disappeared and not sort of interacted the first time. And him sort of like dug him out again in the future. But I didn't mind the elbows. I thought he did look good. I thought he looked really good. Took him out and. Um, yeah, we have milestones. We have certain things that we look forward to. Obviously, um, you know, Shane Douglas, Pitbulls was a big one. Raven, Tommy Dreamer, Raven, Sandman were big yep. ones. The Rise of Taz. Yeah, these are all sort of big Cactus milestones. Jack. Yeah, obviously the Cactus Jack, early doors stuff. Uh, the, the birth of the Dudleys. These are all sort of, you know, you have certain ECW things that are like key things that stand out. And to me, this this falls into the same category of them. Carino, Dusty Rhodes feud. Um, obviously, we always saw the pay per view match, and um, yes. I think I watched their rematch in. Um, oh, I can't remember what it was. I want to say what it was zero one. I think it was or whatever it was. But they had a rematch out there somewhere, and um, but yeah, it was the actual feel, like the build up and the promos and all that. We never really got it. All the rematch. I think there's a rematch on TNN as well that happens in the future. All these things we never really got over here. So I'm excited to watch this as if it's the first time watching it. And obviously, fast forward, this is the famous where um, Steve Carino had the um, I don't respect you, I've never respected you kind of promo, which is then the lines that Cody Rhodes repeats to Steve Carino in their RRH feud, which then yeah. was at the time Carino's last match. So it all sort of, it's all got sort of deeper meaning fast forward in the future. But um, yeah, I liked it in a nutshell. I think that's a good nutshell. Um, Impact players promo, usual sort of stuff that they say. They want the belts. They're going to beat up everyone. Any, any yeah. So, I mean, this was this was calling out the Sandman. This is building to the credible Sandman match. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm 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 the master of the cane. I'm the hardcore icon. I've already beaten you. Blah blah blah. blah. And I'm going to do beat it again. Beat you again tonight by myself. Um, some really good lines about you know. You turn up, you make an impact. That's that's. It's not a gimmick. It's who you are, kind of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a solid promo through from all of them. Um, you know, just because I'm running with just incredible doesn't mean that we can't do our own thing and that we're not capable as singles wrestlers and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, no, I thought I just just another great promo from from two of the best promos in, in the the company at the moment. Yeah, no, I agree. They're, um, again, they're just, they're flying the impact players at the moment. You can go see they're going from strength to strength and absolutely loving it. So, 
they're a great little highlight when they do uh, pop up. We then got a match: uh, Spike Dudley versus your friend Uganda. Um, Spike's entrance was probably longer than this match. Uh, in a, in so a, in a sequence that's surprised for everyone. <laughs> we, we said last week we thought we'd seen these two fight previously, and we maybe we were mistaken and getting confused with this one that was coming up. Unless it's, unless they have fought again, but um, yeah, yes, it's. It's kind of rough, and we we I get to it more on hardcore TV. We get to it in a second, but things like this. Do you think it affects RVD? Do you think it has no relation to RVD? Um, what's the stance? Because basically, my opinion is RVD didn't fully struggle with this guy, but it still took him twenty odd minutes to break him down. Took him, exactly took him twenty odd minutes to beat him when. Literally, Spike's taking about 90 seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a good point. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about RVD in, in, as you said, when we get to hardcore TV. Um, I, I, I think that's a good <coughs> point. I think that you could tell the story if you wanted that uh, Uganda had taken, had not taken Spike seriously as a threat and as such got caught. And I think that's absolutely fine, apart from the fact that you've already done that story about 24 times. Um, you know, the guy that's the giant killer who still surprises and, you know, catches the people by accident. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm bored of, of the concept and I'm bored of the matches. And that's not because of Spike, because Spike did a really good job with the gimmick. But, you know... It's the it's the duck under the, the the grab, the low blow, and then the acid drop every single time. There's nothing, there's nothing to this, and the fact that he continues to get fed giants um, that the rest of the roster struggle with, although he can't capitalize on. To your point about RVD, um, you know, not getting him anywhere. You're not building him any more than he was. You know, he's not closer. He does not feel more like a viable threat to Mike Awesome, looking back at, you know, the, the match we know is coming up because he's beaten Uganda, because he's just beaten Uganda in the same way he's beaten every other schlub that they've put in front of him. Yeah. It, it just feels like very sort of strange. Um, Boring. Just, I mean, it's it's just... You know, it's a nothing throwaway meh. And I understand he was touring with you and all this, but just, again, it just feels like the wrong guy to do this with. Like, just don't beat you gun or don't show it like the next week. Well, I, you know, I, I think he's the right guy to do it with. I think this kind of highlights that he's the wrong guy to have a twenty odd minute fight with um, uh, with RVD. RVD, that's true. So yeah. Sort of right, but the wrong way around, sort of. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree with that. I mean, I, I've got no problem with Uganda in this space because it does feel far more like what I'd expect him to do. Um, yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's a, a, a throwback gimmick that I don't think works. You know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of his matches. So 
short little things where he gets beaten and jobbed, I have no problem with at all. Um, yeah. But it's the other stuff. It's when you try and get him into kind of, you know, a credible threat for a world champion or something like that, that, you know, I kind of check out on. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Um, I agree with that. Um, next up, we have an ECW Heavyweight Championship match. Mike Awesome defended his title against a returning two cold Scorpio. And uh, I have to say, all right, fucking love this match. It's 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 impressive, isn't it? I mean, uh, Scorpio came to play. Yeah. Um, he's come out with Jazz because... Because, yeah, um, but you know, um, I I thought this was a really good match. I thought I thought they did really really well together. Yeah, I mean, I, I did. I mean, it, it's it's sort of like I never believed that Scorpio would win the title. Obviously, no. knowing that he doesn't, but I'm trying to put myself. I don't think Scorpio is viable to have won the title, but he did enough to sort of. Use Think a oh, fucking hell, Scorpio could get something from this. Joey, you know I mean? it, it was sort of a good, it was a good balance the way it was told. There was near falls with Scorpio and sort of Jazz both on top, um, loads of high spots. In the end, it was absolutely crazy as well. Where Scorpio looks like he was gonna sort of splash Awesome for a table. Um, awesome ended up getting up the top rope with Scorpio and powerbomb him off the top rope for a table. It was a great finish and. um was a really, really, really strong match. Really enjoyed it. I agree. Um, just incredible promo. Talks about um, the Sandman being a guy drinking, smoking. Um, he carries a cane, like he carries a cane. Um, and he's going to make sure there's only one person who carries a cane in the locker room. Yeah. Um... Why not? All fair enough, really. Yeah, why not? Which takes us to the match. Before the match, um, we basically find out that Jason had been through the locker room and um, taken away the cane. So Sandman comes out with a broomstick instead. Um, yeah, a little bit of synergy yeah. to his um, ECW action figure, which I think comes out with a snow shovel instead of a... Yeah. Singapore cane. Very true. See? It all led to this moment. You don't realise how much they had it planned. The thrill zone. Um, the match itself, decent enough. It's a, it's a bit of smoke and mirrors. Everyone gets involved. Rhino ends up goring uh, just incredible salmon for a table. Storm gets involved. Dreamy gets involved. Get a cat fight. Um, Just Incredible does pick up the win, but what did you think about the match itself? Um, I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, it is, as you said, it's a Gubbins match. It's, you know, the same match we've seen a fair few times at this point, I think. Um, but no, I thought it was I thought it was fun for what it was, to be honest. It's, um, you know, not going to be a catch-as-catch-can classic. Um, but I think it worked. I, I thought it was good. It's, it's kind of my only annoyance is just incredible winning I felt was the right result but I do to continue to think like what was the catch here with Sandman are, are we punishing him still or is it just a coincidence yeah I, I mean the, the 
fact that they've kind of got so many people now folded into this impact players Raven yeah. Dreamer feud. Yeah. You know, you've got Candido, you've got Rhino, you've got Sandman, you know, there's so many people folded into all of this that it's it's really quite messy in a lot of ways. Um and I think it struggles from that sometimes. Um but yeah, I mean it's it's you know they're fun. Um I did seeing Too Cold come out. I was kind of um a little bit um uh reminiscent of the 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 bromance that was uh Sandman and Too Cold. Yeah, see that they, they said they could have gone a different angle and had Yeah, break the them off, event. do something with Candido and um Rhino. Yeah, or even have um the impact players take on former tag team champions Sandman and Scorpio. Yeah. The former two gold Scorpio. That's very true. But yeah, it would have been a, that would have been a good notch for uh, the impact players as well. As their quest yeah. for the gold beating former tag team champions on the way to then trying to get belts. Yeah, but, you um, know, he calls out you, you you can't have a partner. Dreamer can get taken out or is looking after Raven or gets locked in a room by Raven or something. Um, and Scorpio comes out to make the save. Yeah, that would have worked. That would have been good. I mean, both matches were still good anyway. So absolutely, been... yes. And this way, we get two good. To to Vince McMahon's logic, this way you get two good matches instead of one. <laughs> Very true. But um, yeah, it's decent. So yeah, just incredible wins. Um, we then get Raven or Dreamer confronting Raven. Raven's still sitting on the floor. Dreamer runs out there and basically asks, where was he? And he's just like, he talks about beating him up. And you think, he's beaten him once in about 42 matches. Stop. Just stop. It's not like you're suddenly going to beat Raven up. Yeah. I just think of all the characters to threaten to give Raven a beating. Surely Dreamer's not the one where he's got the worst... Win loss against win. him. Yeah. He did win the feud, however. He did win the feud and sent him sent him back into WCW. Yeah, so I mean, one of my problems with this is, you know, it, it's ECW, which means, you know, he's talking to Raven and he's also talking to Scotty. And, you know... Well, yeah, they, they do that at the beginning of the hardcore TV, which I thought was silly. But um... Well, yeah, and they do it through this as like, you know, Scotty, it's like okay, we're we're, we're there, are we? Okay, <laughs> no, but it is. Um, no, you're right. It, it is silly. I, I'm not a. I'm not a massive fan of um, them sort of twisting it up like that because I don't really think it is sort of necessary for them to sort of jump into sort of shoot names. No, I mean, you know, does anyone believe that when they were together in summer summer camp as 13-year-olds or whether with Bueller, that the name everyone called this kid was Raven? No. And, and when he was introduced, it was, you know, that's Scotty Flamingo, that's Scotty the Body, that's Scott Levy, that's, you know, so we've been there, we've done all of this. 
you know, we've 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 ascertained they have a connection and a, a relationship. You know, it doesn't need to be the whole, you know, uh, you know, and I lived with Jerome. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get it. It's just, um, it is daft. That, however, was my second biggest issue with um, ECW on TNN this week. Oh, my biggest issue is a video package that we didn't really cover which kind of just talked through all the other matches that had been on that night um, and kind of rapid fire just kind of went through and, you know, and this and this and this and this, you know, and Super Calo came from WCW and Metal Lucha and so-and-so fought so-and-so and and, uh, Raven ran out and attacked, you know, Tom Marquez and, um, and we saw all of these in real quick succession about, you know, and they won and they won and they won and they won. Um, and now we're going to talk about them all again because they were all then shown the next night on ECW TV, which kind of begs the question, why have you done it? If you're only going to then go and you, you've just spoiled the entire next show. Yeah, but again, this is similar to what we said before about um, as much as they should be pushing everyone to watch both, they kind of really don't, do they? They do very much have you sort of just watching the idea you just be watching TNN or the other one. It's kind of bizarre how it's done. Yeah. But um, yeah, like... um, Jay said, Hardcore TV, episode 346, December the 11th, 1999. Randomly starts off with, you just see New Jack jumping off a balcony. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, it starts off hot. You sort of straight away think this is crazy what I'm watching, but it never really sort of leads to anything or shows anything from it. It just kind of shows this one sort of crazy spot. Yeah. New Jack takes out news. Cool. Um. We get the intro. We hear from Joey Styles that the locker room is full of WCW wrestlers for a job, but Hayme has only accepted one person. So, um, yeah, we find out about that. Basically, then Joey Styles turns around and goes, hey, what's Raven doing? Uh, we see Raven hitting the ring and beating up people. Obviously, they call him Scotty Levy. Um Again, this is what you just alluded to. We've already seen this. And he's sort of talking like it's happening, and oh, it's just kind of—it is just strange. It's a little bit it. jarring. It just, it, you know, timeline-wise, it's kind of like you know, you're presenting this as if it's happening now, even though you've told me how it happens and what the result is. And I think it's more just um, because it's massively and easily avoidable. Yes, I think that's the um, that's the, that's the killer with it. The fact that it's not doesn't even really need to be a thing. It shouldn't be to the point where I wondered whether I'd watched these the wrong way round. Yeah, you know, did I accidentally not check the dates? And this was the Thursday night show compared to the Friday night show. And then the next segment happens, which is a recap of the Carino Dusty promo, and yeah. you kind of go they're recapping this because this has happened however this is being presented as if this is happening in this show even though 
they've recapped this in the other show where this interview happened in. So they're both after each other and before each other. I've had a few of these where sort of um, you do find yourself second guessing like what's actually what orders anything anymore. It's just yeah. so mental the way they sort of throw it all out there. Because they never announce. You'd think occasionally they'd be like, oh, this week on TNN, just incredible takes on the Sandman. Or... There's no harm. It doesn't matter if it's on the same network. Surely you can still tell people what's happening in your other show. Especially yeah. when you're so fuck the network. But um, yes, yeah, so that happens. We do get super crazy versus. Old Super Calo, uh, decent match again. I, I mean, they say signed. To me, it feels like it's going to be a one-shot, maybe a two-shot deal. Yep. I can't imagine him really sort of sticking around for long. Uh, could be wrong. That's just sort of like gut instinct. Uh, we then get the Raven Dreamer. He did everything right promo again. We then get Spike winning on TNN and also Mike Olsen beating Scorpio. So you see all those. We get the Impact Players promo. Is this the same one in that we just saw? Yep. Yep. And it leads to main event time, which is um, RVD defending his TV title against Tracy Smothers. See Tracy Smothers on the way to the ring. Cuts to the same RVD promo on Sabu that we saw um, on TNN. And then um, we then get the match. And uh, my argument remains the same. Great match. Enjoyable match. Not an issue of the match. But is, is Tracy Smothers the guy to get 10 minutes, whatever, out of RVD? Closer to 20. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I think... Um, I, I was going to speak for both of us. I'll speak just for myself. Um my appreciation of Tracy Smothers has grown throughout ECW on uh, e- ECW Hardcore TV, watching the stuff he did with FBI, watching the stuff he's done all the way through. You know, you you, you see kind of, you know, some of the brilliance that is Tracy Smothers. Yeah. Um, compared to, you know, when we were introduced to Tracy Smothers in like 1PW and a few other places. And, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't our favorite wrestler. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, 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 I'm struggling to say I'm a fan of, I was a fan of Tracy Smothers, but you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's solid, you know, you, yeah. he's, he's a good match, but I've just spent however long watching him lose to ridiculously low level competition yeah so i'm not sure why i'm now meant to believe that he is contender worthy and yet another one that can take the champion to his limits not every rvd match needs to be 20 25 30 minutes yet every rvd match is 20 25 30 minutes we, again, like, you know, 
it's sort of what we were saying. It just, um, it's so hard because it's just, RVD has amazing matches and every RVD match is amazing. So you're never disappointed with the match. But from a story point, sort of point, you do find yourself almost sort of saying, does this actually make sense here? Like why, why all these people getting, you know, again, I, I get it because obviously, you know, it's RVD and they have amazing matches. And if you see them every week, it is great. But I don't know, does it hinder it? I just, that's sort of where my head's at with it all. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a, a, a fair ask, isn't it? It's, it's, it's just, um, it's just a strange one. It's just a strange one that they, you know, they lean so heavily on him being the, the, the TV draw. Um, that he has to wrestle these long-ass matches with people that you would expect him to to be able to to knock off. Well, especially when you got others doing that. Yes, I think that's the sort of killer. I mean, obviously going you know, twenty odd minutes with you know, Uganda, whatever, is not great. But then Spike beats him in ninety seconds, and and Trace is loving would probably come back next week and just get destroyed in about a minute again. And it, stuff like that sort of becomes the kicker, isn't it, really? Yes. Because you do sort of sit, just sit there and think, like, why is this a uh, thing here? Why is he Why is he struggling with these people? You know, get your stuff in by all means. Makes perfect I, sense. I think it, takes away as well from Jerry Lynn and Sabu. Yeah. Because, you know, them going, them taking RVD to the limit, well, it's only like, you know, a couple of minutes longer than a lot of the other people have. This is it. And especially because you got the whole RVD pissed with Sabu thing going on. I think they could have been something real special with RVD literally coming in, just jumping on this person, beating him, you know, sort of hitting with a few sort of big hitter moves and then moving on. It would have worked. Yeah. Um, but RVD did win. Shocking. Um, after the match, you see yeah, Sabu sort of coming to the ring. You get a bunch of talking and highlights in the last 10 seconds of the show. You see sort of Sabu jumping off the top rope, putting RVD for a table on the outside. So obviously, I'm guessing next week, that's how we're going to start off. Yeah. Or we're never going to mention it again. Not really, no. But um, yeah, that was this week's shows. Um, thoughts? Um, I mean, there, there's some good stuff. There's some bizarre stuff. Um. I I I love the stuff going on with uh Carino, especially now that the dream's involved. Yeah. Um I still um I wanna say enjoy. I don't know if enjoy is the right word, but I still for lack of a better word, enjoy the Raven stuff. Um 
enjoy isn't the right word, but you know, I'm still very excited to see Raven and Tommy and Sandman all together. Um, yeah. Impact players are amazing. You know, there's a lot of good stuff going on, um, but it just feels a bit uneven, and it feels that it like it, it, it is a little bit formulaic in pieces. Yeah, agreed. And um, obviously, this two show thing seems to be, you know, an issue for them, in my opinion. I, I feel like they really don't know sort of what to put where and what the right thing to do is. No. I, I just, um, yeah, that's just, that's just a, a gauge in sort of little thing how it feels. But again, a lot of positives. The Carino Dusty stuff's really positive. I was almost gutted it was so early in the show because um, I'd have already stuck that segment at the end because I felt like it was a big go-home segment. But uh, yeah, really good. Uh, what is your match of the week? So I think there's a couple of contenders. Um, uh, but it has to be awesome. Um, too cold. Yeah, um, I, mean, I, I just think it was such a an incredible match. I, it just you know, uh, it shone above the rest. I think. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I, I really enjoyed that match. I mean, obviously, it's a match I've, I've never seen before. Um, so, was super excited that it happened, and and really enjoyed watching it. And one that I probably watch again in the future as a, a good sort of ECW recommendation. Um, get involved on social media at underscore sports arena. You'll find us on Twitter and Instagram. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep those tags coming in for um, ECW post figures, custom figures, general collections, DVDs, VHSs, T-shirts, whatever you have. Hit us in your tags. You know, we love seeing that stuff. We're always going to, like probably sharing our stories and everything else because um, it's super cool. You know, reliving the revolution as everyone should. And um, yeah, loving it yeah. all. I guess until till then, next week for the final. What else is going on? As we build towards guilty as charged and and seeing what what craziness goes on. Um, yeah, uh, uh, you know, ninety nine is coming to an end. Things are heating up. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays through uh, and, and that's what we've got to look forward to next week but until then just like Mr Van Dam himself that was the whole fucking show <laughs>